Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A lot of votes for that one. A lot of votes for the Miami Vice theme song mm. is the best TV theme song of all time. So go ahead and keep sending those in. We got a bunch... Uh, so far, we'll play them, but we got to go to Kyrie Slee, right? We got to go to the fact that um, this just dropped a few minutes ago that Kyrie Irving has requested a trade from the Nets. Uh, he told the team that he'd prefer to be moved before the trade deadline, which is next Thursday, February 9th, or that he will leave in free agency in July. So basically, he's saying, Look, you can keep me, but I'm leaving. You're going to get nothing for me if we just go to free agency. So if you want anything for me, you need to move me in the next six days. Mm. Um, Kyrie's a great player. Kyrie is um, somebody that no matter where he goes on a spreadsheet, they're a better basketball team. Kyrie Irving is a good player. He's also radioactive. He has a toxic presence literally everywhere he's been. That everywhere he goes, people are happier to see him leave than they were when he arrived. That doesn't mean he can't play. But everywhere he goes, people are tired of his you-know-what very, very soon. I'll say the line that I've said to you. If everywhere you go it smells like crap, it's probably you. Mm. Okay, That is the perfect explanation of Kyrie Irving's career. Do the Lakers try to find a way? LeBron gets along with him. LeBron and he have a championship pedigree. Do you try to – LeBron – Kyrie and Anthony Davis mm-hmm. seems pretty formidable. Do you try to do it? Okay, so a couple things here. And I, I want to just talk this through because when I say this came out of nowhere, you could say, hey, Al, have you followed Kyrie Irving? You have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. Right. What today like he could feels rescind like, the request tomorrow. He could. You're right. <laughs> right. He could say I'd signed an extension with the Brooklyn Nets <laughs> for really all I could. know. Um, but I, I want to just kind of walk this through because – I have not thought. I think there's two tiers in the Eastern Conference. I think Milwaukee and Boston have proved they can get to the NBA Finals and they can win the whole thing. they got to be healthy. That's my tier number one. The second tier is Brooklyn and Philly. If Brooklyn, with KD, went through this stretch where they were playing some really good basketball, they're sitting, I think, fourth right now in the uh, in the Eastern Conference. And when KD comes back, you would say... Hey, I'm not telling you Brooklyn's going to go to the NBA Finals. They got a shot, right? They have a shot to go uh, because they have the star power and the players that they have. If the problem was Steve Nash before, Jacques Vaughn certainly has come in and kind of quieted down everything, and it's more about basketball. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tell you that this is kind of coming out of nowhere, and I know it's Kyrie Irving, and maybe I shouldn't be surprised by it, but it's a little bit surprising to me. So I'll put that to the side for a quick second. The Laker portion of this, so if you're telling me, hey, Al, you can make a trade for Kyrie Irving, Russ is going to be gone, um, I don't know what Kyrie is making exactly this year, so I don't know you know, what that would, If it makes me think back when I think they had talked about Kyrie before, I think you had to add another contract to make the dollars work. Um he makes, what do 30, I gotta, he makes 36 million bucks. So he's 36, that's 47. So you're adding like a, a, um, 
a Harris or like a Seth Curry or one of these other guys to make the contracts work. Mm-hmm. What do I have to give back draft compensation? Uh, presumably both of the first rounders you have left. Both first rounders. I get LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Kyrie, um, and I say, hey, let's go. Let let's go try to win an NBA championship. Do I have any idea that Kyrie's coming back after this year, or no? I mean, well, I mean, presumably he would want to stay, right? It's yeah. the Lakers, it's LeBron I do it. James, it's Anthony I do Davis. It. Yeah, I do it. It's an incredibly complex question. It's a, a, a on a purely basketball sense, purely basketball sense, the Lakers are a better team. The, the, the team you just described – Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and whatever supporting cast they have, it's a better team than they have right now. It is. It's not a question of if. It's a question of when and how badly that Kyrie Irving does what he does. He's going to do it. He's done it everywhere he's ever been. He's going to do it here. Okay? So it, it's it's going to happen. It could happen. It, look, he could come here. Lakers could make a run or not. And then next season, he could be wildly unhappy. He could he could stake out a, a, a position that is so radioactive that the league basically says, you need to get the hell out of here until you figure this thing out. He could do nothing. He could be fine. You just don't know. But he's going to do something at some point. You're basically saying this is our team for at least the next few years, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have any flexibility, really, if you kind of do this. And you know that this man is going to do something at some point. You, he, he will. I don't know if I do it. And, and he's, he might be the only really significant star player in the league that I say, you know what, just I can't. I just, mm-hmm. I can't, I just can't with you. I don't think that I want to have him around this team. As a talk show host, hell yes, bring him in. As a Laker fan, no. And, and so it's he's going to do the thing, Al. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be a thing. And it could be funny stupid or it could be stupid stupid. I don't know which of the two lanes he's going to pick, but he's going to pick one of them. Could I, could I try to sell you on this of why I think – I think there's a couple determining factors, okay? I think first off um, – I think he gives you a legitimate chance now to come out of the Western Conference, and there's no question about it. I, I think he gives you a legitimate chance, I mean, basketball it's, perspective. It's, yeah, probably. Bas- yeah. Basketball yeah, perspective. Yeah, he gives you that. And there has not, I, don't, I think it's safe to say that there is probably not a move out there that the Lakers would make, whether it's a first round or it's this, that. I don't know if there's really a player out there that you're going to get back and you say, hey, the West is going through the Lakers. And, and there's a very good chance that the Lakers don't, don't make a big blockbuster move because the price is too high, whatever the case is. I go back to what Palenka said before the season started. I go back to what Palenka said right after the Rui trade, that if we feel there's a player that can make us a true contender, a championship contender, there is no resource, there is no asset that we won't go make. I don't know if this is because the Lakers are so obviously all in and they're in 12th place in the Western Conference, right? And and the the quote that you had about Darvin Ham last night about Anthony Davis, that a lot of it obviously kind of goes where AD goes is how the Lakers are going to go. Trav, they're already so all in, and whether the strategy is right what they're doing, whether that chapter is closed of what are we chasing at this point, uh-huh. this is what they're going to do. They're going to try to win and try to compete 
this year, yeah. next year, and then that chapter is going to end. I kind of I look at it as you've already rolled the dice as many times as you have. If you're rolling it one more time, and it's Kyrie coming back to play with LeBron James, who helped win a championship I, the first time around, it's probably less confidence with the Kyrie part. It's more confidence in in LeBron I, and 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 the other infrastructure. I, 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 it's not the other infrastructure for me. The LeBron part is the one thing that leads you to believe maybe it'd be worth it. That maybe he has a level of respect for LeBron James and their previous relationship, their previous success together, that would keep him from doing what he does. Maybe. Jeannie Buss can't keep him from doing what he does. Rob Palenka can't do it. Darvin Ham can't. No, n- nobody can. The, maybe LeBron. None of the other infrastructure. He doesn't give a damn. He did it with Kevin Durant. He's done it with Steve Nash. He's easy. With the Celtics. He's done it with everybody. Mm-hmm. This is not new. He's literally done it with everybody. The, the, the most consistent stretch and i'm not talking basketball i'm talking don't blow up the team the consistent stretch was when he was with lebron james so maybe you can tell yourself that little thing i i really want it to happen as a host because i think we'll have a lot if you think russell westbrook has been a challenge to deal with personality wise bring kyrie irving in and say russell westbrook is john stockton compared to this Okay, this is the most steady as she goes, guys, ever. Kyrie is Kyrie. There is no equivalent to him. He's one of one when it comes to doing nutty stuff. You sold me even more on the way you kind of lamented the LeBron portion of it. I I think that's interesting. I think that maybe kind of takes it over the top for me. But I'm going to go back to something, Trav. They've been rolling the dice here. And and, and you just look at it. The way you just mentioned Russ compared to Kyrie, at least the the significant difference between those two players, Kyrie is just so much more skilled oh, and sure. has exactly oh, sure. what the Lakers need from that. Oh, Kyrie's that, hey, a I can, much better player than Russ. Th- that's I, my point. I, I, that's but, my point of rolling the dice because of that. But he's also 10 times more unpredictable than Russ. He's also far more toxic than Russ. He's also far more likely to do something to sabotage the team than Russ. Like it, you, you don't get ju- the good player. You can't. He. It's so interesting, and I want Laker fans to get in on this. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. You can't separate his deal from his play. You just can't do it. With other guys, you kind of can. That in the right set of circumstances, you know that he's going to be more traditional, more predictable. With this guy, you really can't. You have no idea what's coming up with him next, which what's what makes it so much fun. We're going to come back. We'll take some Let's of these phone calls. Let's get the paperwork calls. done. Where, who, do we, who do we get in touch with? Send an email to the powers that be. I'm, I'm really interested to hear if more Laker fans are thinking like Usley or more like not this guy. I love it from a basketball thing, but this will be a disaster. 877-710-ESPN. It's Travis Lee, 710-ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. There's your winner, Al, for you at least. It's a classic, classic. It's it's kind of funny. Um, this song, too, I think there's a little bit to it where some of the other theme songs, yeah, they could be cheesy, they could be this. It's all good. That's like kind of what makes them iconic. That's what makes them good in its own. This was actually <laughs> this was a good song back in the day. It's still a good song today. All right, so we got a million phone calls here. Berg hopped back in as well because – I, I've talked to you about this before, Greg. Yeah. You, you're a hard no I, on this, on I, the Kyrie to the Lakers thing. I am a hard no, and I know I, I understand everything about Kyrie. I understand the level of skill that he is. I understand that if you bring him in, you are absolutely a championship contender immediately you know, the next day. It's not because we put too much value on skill over who, what the type of person this guy is and what he does and all the things that comes with him that Travis was just talking about. He's unpredictable. He's toxic. There's so many terrible things that he brings to he a team. He may just not show up one day and put it to you this he way. He takes a day off. But he could take a week off and you're like, why aren't you coming to work? None of your business. Look, oh, I w- what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? Like, I, why aren't you here? None I, of your business. I want- oh, okay. And, and I'm not being crazy he's done that this is nothing he's, this is nothing he's new done that. <laughs> i mean then all he i mean he had the whole amazon thing that happened earlier this year that really set me off but at the same time like you just don't know it's look i want to win a championship as a laker i'm a massive laker fan like you slee i absolutely want to win championships i don't and this could get you there i don't it think might. it's worth it i don't okay so when you when you say worth it explain because i i I, I would tell you this: If this was a Laker team that let me use as an example, I don't want him. I don't want to root for him. I have just no quick, rooting real, interest. Real quick, let me let me let me. This is I'm, I'm going to try to explain it from. Let's say, if you're the Denver Nuggets, yeah, and you have years in front of you, and you got you know some young players that you're not only developing, you got an MVP. If you're the Memphis Grizzlies and you think you're going to be competing over the next five years, this and that. The Lakers basically have all their eggs. They have in, in, in the – I know they got to still the two first-round picks left, but they got all their eggs in, in on this team right now, and they got these two picks that they're dangling. And I'm going to take the quotes from Rob Palenka's mouth of, we will use these resources if the right opportunity is in there. And, and I'm not telling you that um, this is a lock or anything like that, but I think they would do it. And i got to be honest, as, from my perspective, if the goal is – they want to win an NBA championship. They've already been going all in for the last couple of years. I wouldn't stop here. I mean, they've already gone all in for the last couple of years. Have they fell flat on their face? They have with the Russ trade. I don't stop. I think this is kind of one of those situations that they were looking for. Maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. From strictly a basketball sense, from what he does on the court, yes, those are all true statements, and that is exactly what's going to happen. I do don't, I cannot root for this guy. And when he comes to the Lakers, which is probably going to happen at this point. I, just, I, I don't I, know about that. I, I don't yeah, know about that I, I don't I'm with you that. on he's, that, Al. Yeah. Yeah. He's demanding a trade. He's a free agent at the end of the year. And he's going. he, he probably will want to sign can, here can anyway. I, can Nobody I be honest? Gonna, he's not going to stay anywhere except for L.A. most likely. It makes Wait, the most sense. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on. I just got Go ahead. 
If Good. you think you know what that dude's going to do, you're out of your mind. That's fair. He he he, he doesn't know what he's going to do he, day to day, minute to minute. It's this all out idea there. of well, he'll do this and then do I got anybody see this coming? Anybody see him doing what he's done from the moment? I mean, he is as I did unpredictable as yeah. yes, any player see. in the league. No, I didn't. I really didn't. No, there but you're not understanding what I'm saying. You can't predict the yep. unpredictable. Yep. That, that he is a sure. wild card in every sense of the word. So if the, well, if you bring him in, he'll probably no, 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 no. He could just. I'm not coming today. Yeah. W- what do you mean? I'm not coming. Well, why? Well, I, I none of your business. It's he's so unpredictable that you have to figure that into your deal making equation. You you have to try to say, if I do this, I have to be prepared for literally. Anything that comes mm. next, and, and but then, that's what to you your get point. You can't be prepared for it because it's so unpredictable. So it's impossible. Let's try one here. Let's go to Riverside and Edwin in Riverside. Ed, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I just want to shout you guys out real quick. Longtime fan, absolutely love your guys' content. Just want to, you know, quickly just piggyback off what you guys are saying. Yes, Kyrie Irving is an absolute monster. He's a stud. He's a baller. But I think at this point, he just, all of his negatives outweigh the positives. Don't get me wrong. I have money on the Lakers plus 4,000 to take the championship. (laughs) And even now, I'm like, damn, do I want this guy on our team? Uh, So, yeah, if I I have 500 on it, I could take 20 grand home. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's even going to work. Like you said, he might just say, hey, I'm not going to come to work today. Why? I don't know why I don't want to come to work. Hey, why why do I have to wear a face covering? We're in Los Angeles. I'm not going to come. So anyways, guys, just want to let you guys know that. Um, yeah, so at the end of the day, do I think he should come? I don't know. Um, if he comes, I'm happy, but, you know, just more than likely it's not going to work. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate you, you it. You got it, time. Edwin. That plus 4,000 ticket will look a lot better if, if, if he does come. That's for sure. Sheesh. For no other reason, that's probably a good way to do it. Let's try another one. Long Beach, Marvin. Marvin, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey, Travis. Um, you know what? Bite the bullet. Have LeBron keep him on check. Have uh, Magic keep him on check. Have Pelenka keep him on check. I mean, come on. It's time to uh, win another championship. I mean, we only have LeBron for a couple more years. I mean, come on. We need him. So so this is what's so complicated, Al. Mm -hmm. Everything that Marvin said, you need him? Yeah, you do. Could he help you win another championship? Yeah, he he might. (laughs) He's that good that he might be able to push you over the top. But it's also one of those, it could also be that a year from now, if they did it, we could be looking back as the biggest mistake they've ever made in their entire life. Probably that, will. That, that that could be just as true as anything else. So, and that's why you have to at least get together your 48 people that chip in on these decisions in the Laker Brain Trust, right? And kind of try to figure out which way you want to go. Do you, do you basically say, we're willing to risk whatever may come, not knowing what that might be, or you know what, we just can't. That's the decision that you have to make. I will say this. I, I think if the Lakers were in a completely different position, I, listen, I, I think they're in desperate mode, maybe the right way to put it. When you're a team that's wanting to win right now and and you're kind of all in on this moment, yet you are didn't make the playoffs last year, you're in 12th place in the Western Conference right now, if it was a different franchise or the Lakers were in a different situation or maybe Braun wasn't on the team... I might have a different answer, but I think the Lakers are, um, I think they've been all in, even though they're, they're not actually there to try, they're not in a position to win a championship. I, I look at it as, 
you could they could fall flat on their face. I think it's worth the risk. Let's try another phone call. Let's go to Agura Hills and Todd. Todd, you're on with Travis Lee. Yeah, I just wanted to say, I think chemistry matters so much more than we realize. I think in every championship we've seen across sports, it's the chemistry that's gotten teams there. It's the people who like each other, who play for each other. And I don't, I don't see that happening, uh, especially when he's so self-entitled. I, I so mean, it's, the same, you, yeah, it's the same thing as what's going on with Russ. I mean, there's not great chemistry what's happening with no. Russ. And that's the and I'm fighting against my own point here of not wanting him. But at the same time, Kyrie's going to basically be – he's going to fit in better than – Russ does in this situation because of his talent. Todd's take on chemistry, I think, is mostly right. Yes. But I, I would like to kind of throw this back at you guys. Have you ever heard of a team that was in last place? Like, yeah, but we had great chemistry. Okay. Have you? N- no. Right? Arizona Diamondbacks get along really well. Have you ever heard about a team that mm. won a championship and it comes out that they all hated each other's guts? Yes. Mm. All the time. Yes. All the time. Right? Chemistry can be that little thing that maybe gets you a little bit further than you're supposed to go, but good players are what matter. Those and, not, those and it's not sleep. the best it's not the best example, but I think Trav, what you're referring to, do you think Kobe and Shaq, it's well documented. They weren't best friends when they were winning. Th- that's and a and, really good example, but there's and I'm not telling you that I was gonna say, and I'm not telling you that that's what hey, I'm looking for them not to like each other. I'm not saying that. I think there is I think chemistry. I think Derek Fisher was a chemistry guy. I think Ori helped with chemistry. I think Rick Fox helped with chemistry. But your Jack stars don't have to exactly be best friends. They had Jack and Kobe. Jordan and Hill, and Kobe. the yep. Jordan Hill and Nick Young teams that got along really well when Kobe was there, they were terrible. Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan didn't appear to be best friends. Well, not that, anymore. That seemed to work pretty well. I mean, it just have great players, and then the rest of that stuff will either take care of itself or it won't. But give me. Good players that don't necessarily love the sight of each other, that don't go have dinner together, I'll take those guys. You guys can be best friends in ninth place. I'll take Shaq and Kobe. It's not super complicated. So KD has uh, Ben Simmons, who's averaging 7-7 and like 5 a game, and then he also has Kyrie, who wants to leave. That's a good good situation out there. (laughs) Let's try another one. Oxnard and Brian. Brian, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey, so we need Travis, Steve Mason, and Greg Bergman, man. We need you guys to get a hold of yourself and realize the big picture. LeBron realistically only has about another solid, let's say, give or take two or three years max. Uh, we owe it to him to go all in, get him the pieces he needs, chip out Russ, erase that mistake that he wanted and he made, and bring in his buddy Kyrie. If anyone could control him, it's going to be LeBron, kind of similar in a way, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe how like MJ controlled Dennis Rodman to an extent. That took him to the next level, getting a dude like Robin. We need someone like Kyrie in our squad. I understand the baggage and everything. And, but one of my, my last point is this. As a Laker fan, the main goal is to what? Have more rings than Boston. Right now we're deadlocked at 17. If he can come in and get us 18 to finally put us over the edge and finally get beyond them, so many generations of Laker fans will appreciate that and love that. And in the end, we have to go all in. Appreciate you calling it. Uh, Trav, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hit on one thing. I was going to bring up the Dennis Rodman thing. But the reason why I didn't, uh, very, very clear why I thought, okay, let's not bring that up. That's not necessary. Dennis Rodman showed up to work every single day. I know he'd go to Vegas for a weekend, and then he'd come back, and it would eventually go from there. 
but he basically showed up every single week. Well, I mean, I'm, I was when you said every, that every uh, single game. It, it, yeah. Didn't he disappear for a while? Like he missed games, right? It, it wasn't just I went to Vegas between games. I think he missed time too. No, I I'm going on. He my might have here. He I might have. He I, 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 I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if that's the best because he now 48 the, hours in Vegas. The the other part is is that when Jordan did say, "Hey, dude, you got to get your ass back here," he did. Yeah, but but they gave him a little bit of leeway to go do his thing. The but again, this is not apples to apples. That was a really good team that could afford to kind of, you know, here we're just going to do this. The, the Lakers are in twelfth place. <laughs> they, they don't. Well, have... they were in thirteenth yesterday. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, they're moving up, Slee. Yeah, but this is this is a really bizarre scenario, and mm. and maybe. LeBron can get the best version of Kyrie out of him, but this idea that anybody can control Kyrie Irving, I think, is a fool's errand. I don't think he's controllable in the way that you guys are talking about it. He's he's older. Let, let me ask you guys this, and, and and tell me if this have you ever met somebody that's a little unpredictable, a little bit of a wild card, a little bit of a of a I don't know what the hell this guy's going to do, where they get less crazy as they get older. <laughs> No. No. <laughs> right? Hmm. The, the, the older you get, the more of all of those things that you, your impulses are to do, you do them more often. You don't do them less often. Well, they're ingrained in you now, and, and you're, this you're, is just who you are. You're more, you're, you're, you're more sure than ever before that your nuttiness is the right thing to do. Yeah, you're accepting of yourself of how crazy that you are. You're like, this is, I'm right, I'm, this is how I'm going to be, and there's nobody who can say anything about it, and that's what, <laughs> that's what he is. All right, we got a million phone calls on this. We're going to get to as many of them as we can, but coming up next, it is Fact or Cap. It is Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hey guys, uh, I will... Going to get back to Kyrie Irving for sure in the oh, next yeah. segment. So if you're on hold, please stay there because we will get to your call. And I'm going to put into the ring that Mary Tyler Moore Show has a great theme song. And, and We're going to make it after all. You didn't think I knew that one, did you? I, Trav, I, that I, was, I didn't think That you was kind of beautiful, man. <laughs> Thank you, Al. You're welcome. <laughs> it's uplifting. All right, so it's the birthday of, one of my favorite charlatan, Elizabeth Holmes. So Ooh. she is famous for having the very deep voice. <laughs> Indeed she is. So... Uh, we have kind of like people who fake their voices in the news lately. So it's Elizabeth Holmes, there's Austin Butler, the guy who plays Elvis, who now talks like Elvis. So you think that you could fake a voice in every aspect of your life if you were paid enough money to do it. Travis, Fetter Cap. Cap. 
I have a quick question before I tell you why it's Cap. Is she accused of putting on that deep voice? That that's not that, her actual voice? That her voice did change from when she, uh, like before and after she decided to do Theranos. Oh, yeah, not before is, and after she got sentenced to prison. No, it's not having to do with her sentencing <laughs> to prison, no. Okay, I, I did not know that. Um, no, I think that, look, if you are an actor like Austin Butler, perhaps, and your method and you super get into it, maybe you have a hard time of kind of letting it go. Um, but my voice is my voice. And, and I don't think I could, you know, I could give you my have an Aussie accent, a, a British a, a accent, an Australian accent, or whatever. I could do it for ten seconds before I'd slip back into my own voice. I no, no chance. Al, I definitely you're cap. A, from, you're a secret agent, so you could definitely. Yeah, do he's it. got all the dialects. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm cap on this one, but I want to go to Travis because I'm going to an- answer for him. You are fact because if I said. You're a UCLA dude. You, you have a completely different voice. <laughs> but, but, if I said I you just won the World quickly. Cup for Argentina, I you have that. a completely different voice right there. Yay. You're much better than you think on some of these voice Thank impressions. You. Me, I'm the same. Oh, hey, how you doing? It's just the monotone, nothing. It's the gaslighting, too, to say, oh, my voice didn't change. Of course my voice didn't change. Well, you clearly have a different voice. Dude, from you're from Orange to County, yeah. Butler. Chill out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Taylor, what about you? What's on the line here again? What'd you say? If, um, I'm gonna say if, if so, you were getting paid to do a movie, yeah, if you got paid to do it, I yeah. could definitely do it. Yeah, I could. I think I could. Yeah, I mean, how do we know that this isn't a changed voice for you, Taylor? You came here, you came to the Taylor's big city, faking it this whole time. <laughs> I'm kind of a shapeshifter. Yeah. Is there an Iowa accent, Taylor? Uh it's it's neutral. It's very neutral. Okay. Is it it's like very Jersey anyway? Um, but the the higher up you get in Iowa, the further north you get, it gets closer to Minnesota. Yeah, but it doesn't have that like that Wisconsin Chicago thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like that where they pap and mam. That's oh, flat there's some good vowels. ice fishing up there this time of <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, there you Oop. go. El Cajon has a lot of that. <laughs> All right. So one of the other things that happened with Elizabeth Holmes is that when she was under trial, that a lot of her text messages with her um, lover, boyfriend, Sonny Balwani, were aired to the world. Yes, they so, were. So <laughs> <and> they're <laughs> interesting. So you would never want to have your texts read in a court of law. Alan, factor cap. I'm kind of more cap on this one. To be honest with you, you know, people talk about, and I get it, I understand the reason why. Yeah, everybody, the phones are spying on you and they could hear everything you're saying this. And in my head, I'm like, damn, that must be boring to follow me, right? Like, I'm not as worried about me. I'm sure maybe, maybe stuff with your, the only thing I think of is like your girl or your wife or something like that, where you talk <laughs> definitely different. Or it's use certain using or using certain emojis, whatever the case is. That's the only thing where it would be like, uh, yeah, that's a little bit of a personal relationship, but nothing crazy yeah. to where I'm that concerned. Just an about eggplant that. here and there. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, take it easy. Hey, wow. Who knows? I like cooking eggplants. It's fine. Wow. Travis, what about you? <laughs> I did I'm a little, not see that a one coming. For a loop right now. Um, no, I would prefer to keep my private text private. And I'll that just, was the crying ever, face or the ever, laughing face. Have you ever done the thing where you text the wrong person? Because like, okay, like you might have two conversations going on at the same time, and you're typing yes. to one person. I know and you exactly what you're describing. Um, it has been a very long time since I have done that, knocking aggressively on wood. But I have done it, and it was yeah. benign when I have done it, thankfully. But look, we all have typed out a thing or two that we probably didn't want everybody to read. It's probably pretty normal. Now, when I'm going to steal Emily's line here for a second. When there are eggplants about, you hope that the other person receiving it doesn't respond with thank you like Elizabeth Holmes' (laughs) boyfriend did. 
Yeah, Travis has sent, has sent me text <laughs> Thank that you? started with, hey, boo. I'm like, Travis, it ain't me, bro. Fact, yeah, I think I'd be ruined. I've never, I've never sent the eggplant emoji, but um, I don't, I don't want that stuff out there. <laughs> all right. So, uh, additionally, Elizabeth Holmes was uh, Is this an all Elizabeth yes. Holmes fact? Yes, that is correct. Okay, it was in my that head. <laughs> so there was a mini, a uh, short mini series. You should at least have to read these in the Elizabeth Holmes okay. voice, at least. There's a mini series on uh, Hulu this year uh, about uh, Elizabeth Holmes, and it starred in a Seyfried. Who Thank you. Is lovely, and you think you you know who you would want to play you in a biopic, Taylor Fettercap. Oh man, I don't know. Trav said I had a doppelganger one time. Who's that guy? I was trying to think. The I, first day you saw me on camera, you said, "Oh, we got a." I I know I did, yeah. and I don't remember what I said. I've been told I look like the the brown haired guy from One Tree Hill. I don't know that show, but um, uh, that's... yeah, you do. And then also, uh, Chris gave you gave you one. What was that? Oh, Dirk Diggler. Yeah. <laughs> so Mark Wahlberg playing me in a biopic. I don't know. But you're not. You're more Eddie Adams than Dirk Diggler. <laughs> if we're if we're splitting the hair, you you like you're Eddie before he went to the dark side and became know. Dirk. You're a nice wholesome guy. <laughs> okay. And so you're more Eddie. I mean, we don't know about his texts. Yeah, you haven't read those texts. <laughs> Fair, good point, Travis. Um, Jeb Bush. That's. <laughs> Please, please clap. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, I mean, that's about right, right? Yeah, that's that's very accurate. Thank you. Also, but who would you want to play the the, the hotter version of you? Because Elizabeth got a very Jeb Bush with person. a beard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Al, what about you? Um, I don't know if I would know one. I I, I would need your Stanley guys' help Tucci. on this. We're done. Next. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's it. I can definitely yeah. see that. Yeah, you yeah, look yeah, like yeah, Stanley yeah. Tucci. I'll take it. Do you know who that is? <laughs> You've told me you told me that early on, yeah. and I didn't know who he was, but I remember seeing a photo of him. Oh, he's been I, in a I million a, things. He's a I very, very famous actor. He's in actor. Hunger Games. Yeah. He's in Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. He's in. He has his own show on CNN. If we gave him those little round glasses, he's definitely. And Stanley you want to have Stanley Tucci's life because he has a oh, wonderful yeah. wife. He cooks. He travels the world for a living. It's great. What about you? Um, I think like Beanie Feldstein maybe, but I don't know. She's in Booksmart, but uh, I don't know. Kind of has Beanie to... Feldstein. Yeah, is her Stand name. Stand by. She's Jonah Hill's sister. Uh, but all right. Well, we're waiting for Travis to find a oh, picture okay. of Beanie Feldstein. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Sure. Um, she also was on Funny Girl recently. So I sent you guys clips of AI generated episodes of Seinfeld. So they do these like little clips. They they do this thing on TikTok where they say, okay, I made an AI generator watch a hundred hours of Seinfeld and this is what I got. And mm. so they kind of come out with it and it's kind of it's not it's not funny, but it's like they get kind of like the, the, the beats of what Seinfeld is. So you think that we will eventually get to a point where TV shows are AI generated. Travis, Dr. Cap. Sure uh, fact, yes. Yeah. I, I think that and Al is on this one as well with his Boston Dynamics robots that can do backflips and chase yep. you through the woods. Yep. But w- what these machines are capable of is extraordinary. And, and they the the where they were a year ago to where they are now is going to be the gap to where it was now, where it was back in the 50s, and it'll take a much shorter time to make that next leap. So yes, and sooner than later, and it will be... It's either they're going to get it or the weather's going to get us first. One of those two things, Skynet or the weather. I'm not sure which it'll be. Al? A fact, 100%. There's going to actually, probably within the next year, Trav, it's going to be Trav and AI. And they're going to have replaced me. It's going to be a lot cheaper. (laughs) He's going to have much better stats. He's going to have much better points. 
<laughs> uh, I, I think I'm 100%. The, the thing you just said about how quick it's happening, yeah. we're at an interesting time where one year is a lot different than um, it used to be. And what you can accomplish in one year in technology is not what it was 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 40 years ago. So no question about it, that will that that, that will be happening. Taylor? Fact, but they've got a long way to go. You guys watch these clips? They were unwa- I mean, unwatchable. They, they are unwatchable, but that it can at least kind of sort, like Emily said, it picks up the beats of these things. So once it starts to get a little, there was, I was reading or listening to a podcast about where you can ask this one AI computer to basically write you a Shakespearean play. It's kind of close. Like it's, it's not perfect, but it's close enough to do it, and it's only going to get better. But you're, now, yeah, soon enough, yeah. not so much. They need to fix the voiceovers, <laughs> and yeah, there's a lot of work. Yeah, Can everybody... you give them some time? They're, they're in the process here. Give them another year. <laughs> I, look, I don't want to say anything bad. School. They're coming for us. Yeah, say nothing. Say yeah, nothing. They need to, everyone needs to watch Westworld because then you'll feel so much better about what's going to happen with AI in the future. All right, so uh, I just discovered this, um, that there was a – reality TV show back in 2016 on NBC called Catching Kelsey, which is where 50 women from all 50 states compete for the heart of Travis Kelsey. And honestly, I watched a clip of it, and I would I would watch a million hours of this. So you would watch <laughs> I don't this. know if that's the endorsement you think it is. I know, exactly. <laughs> so you would watch this, this Catching Kelsey. Uh, Alan, factor cap. I know myself well enough that it's capped for me. I will not watch it. That's not to say that's not to say that um, it won't get a, a lot of um, it won't get a lot of pub. That it won't probably do great in ratings. I got there's so many other things that are more interesting to me than catching Kelsey. So I, j- I don't think I'm going to make the time to watch this. Trev, no pick cap. I, I'm good. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, very. It's every girl. I love that answer. Yeah. I love that answer. You gave no, yeah. I, no more details. No. Just, no. I, I don't think I need to. I think everybody no, I knows think where I am on these those sorts of shows. Taylor, Taylor. Uh, absolute cap. I mean, <laughs> come on, Taylor. Kelsey's kind of he's an interesting dude, captivating, but yeah, no. Um, I think that it's funny because the the thirst traps of Travis Kelsey and the thirst traps of Joe Burrow both like NFL made thirst traps and it's amazing and, and, and please keep them coming uh, NFL I love it I, I like both of those guys like Burrow and Kelsey are interesting people to me like I wouldn't mind watching them do some things but I don't need to see that well that was Factor Cup and uh, <laughs> uh, news. I that's pretty good can I go do my Sonny Balwani uh, impression I don't know if you're allowed to no, I'm not going to do like the act just thank you <laughs> that was his response to getting sexted from his girlfriend. Thank you. It just seems like you really weren't that thankful to get it. <laughs> just just putting that out there. Your calls on Kyrie Irving. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I appreciate you guys being a part of the show. It's a Bud Light football Friday here on 710 ESPN presented by Bud Light. Make Bud Light your game day beer. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Must be 21 or older. Please play responsibly. Uh, Trav, just to give those who are just tuning in now, let's give them kind of a quick little recap here. So Shams had put out the tweet. I want to say within the last hour or so that Kyrie Irving is requesting a trade. He wants to be traded before the deadline. Deadline is Thursday, so it's not like we got much to work with here. It's coming up uh, February 9th. And uh, Emily just sent this as well. So Kyrie did put out a tweet. To my peers, just be yourself and grow. Keep people around you who celebrate you unconditionally and appreciates all the hard work that that gets put in. Distance yourself from the folks who manipulate, hate, and hurt. So that's an interesting tweet there. You make of it what you want, but that's the latest of where we are. It, I, I'll make of it what I want because I know what it means, which is you guys don't get me. That's what it means. I'm smarter than you. That's what it means. You guys just aren't on my level. That's what it means. That this constant, you guys don't understand. I'm the only one that sees how the world works. I'm the only one that knows this, that, and the next thing. Which, fine. If that's what you believe, that's what you believe. I don't, I don't really want to argue that point. My point is, he's not going to show up wherever he goes next, whether it's the Lakers or anywhere else, and just turn into a traditional sort of basketball person. He's not going to turn into the guy that never, ever, ever you worry about doing something totally off the grid where he doesn't show up he creates a controversy out of something that he gets into a confrontation with a coach or a teammate or whatever whatever it may be he has done it more or less everywhere he's been he continues to provoke he continues to lean into his reputation as a provocateur at best and as someone who doesn't get it at the worst and that could potentially be incredibly damaging to an organization. Um, look, what, what do you think Kevin Durant is thinking right now? What do you think the Nets are thinking right now? Where they're giving all these, whether it's the Harden and and Durant or Simmons or any of these other guys, it's always been this, well, as long as we got KD and Kyrie, we can kind of always fill in the, the rest around it. Well, here we are, and we're six days away, probably away, from it just being Kevin Durant and a bunch of dudes. <laughs> because and a lot of that is because James Harden basically wanted out of Brooklyn because he was done with Kyrie. Like I'm not mm-hmm. dealing with this dude anymore. Get me out of here. I don't want to do it, or I'm going to eat myself out of the league. That's kind of how it, what his approach was. And now KD, who you know tied his, I don't want to say tied his wagon to Kyrie because KD's KD, but at least oh, they went co- there together, collaborated yeah. with somebody mm-hmm. that thought would be there for him for the foreseeable future, and it's been a catastrophe. Uh, literal the, the Brooklyn Nets have not been good one time since they've been together it's been a disaster all of this matters for whoever's going to go get him next so I think um there's nothing you've said you can really argue I can't argue that what what it's all fact it's it's all uh exactly what's kind of taken place 
That's just in Brooklyn. That's not talking about his stop in Boston. Um, that's not talking about just some other moments in his career where you kind of question what the hell is wrong with this guy or what is he doing or what's his priorities. Let me put it that way. I think that's the best way to put it. What's the priorities? Because um, I don't think basketball is the number one priority in his life, which, by the way, is fine. It, you, you, you do you. I think this is where I try to tie it back to the Lakers, and we have to do this question out to Laker fans. Would you go make a trade for Kyrie? Is this the moment that Rob Palenka has been waiting for, where he could potentially – Go trade those assets, not for um, Begdanovich or not for, you know what I'm saying? Can I go get a real player that I feel like is going to put the Lakers in the mix? And this might be that moment. The reason why I would do it is you're not wrong on everything that you said, but I look at the Lakers situation. I look at where they are right now. I look at a franchise that's been trying to go all in for the last, basically since Braun got here, they've been all in. And... I don't think they're really going anywhere this year. Anthony Davis can be unbelievable. Maybe they got a shot. Maybe everything's got to work their way in order for them to have a shot. But I I think that it's a franchise that has gone all in and they put a lot of their eggs in the current basket that they have. They're putting their poker chips at the center of the table. And to stop now when you have kind of what you've described in front of you, and I'm not telling you that Brooklyn wants to do a deal with the Lakers. I'm mm-hmm. not. T- they may tell. They may tell Kyrie, my man, we're going to wait till the off season, and if you want to walk away, go ahead and walk. We're going to play out the season. Uh, but I think it's work worth the risk for a franchise that is as all in as the Lakers are. If the goal is they want to compete for a championship with Bron and AD, it's. I wonder if the Lakers have a little bit, not a ton, but a little bit of leverage in a, in any potential deal situation because. That the season is almost over because that the Lakers, you know, they're, they're kind of in it. They're kind of not in it. They're in a weird spot. And Kyrie coming to the Lakers as a free agent is not totally out of the realm of possibility that they can say, listen, we'll, we're willing to take it on the chin this season. We'll just wait to get him for just money at the end of the season. And you don't get the picks. So we're not going to give you everything that we have. We'll give you something because we want it. We'd rather have him now than later. But you can't rob us of everything we have hmm. because we can still get him at the end of the line. I don't know if that's the right way to look at it or not, but it makes at least it makes some sense that, listen, I'm not giving you everything. I can just buy it at the end of the season if I really want it. So instead of me giving you both of these picks, I'll give you one of these picks or whatever it may be, that the Lakers have a little bit of leverage. And, by the way, the clock's ticking on the Nets. If they yeah. want to move him, they don't have a ton of time to get it done. So the only, only thing I'd say to that um, is if Kyrie would decide, and Kyrie might be this player, he might decide, hey, I just want to play in Los Angeles and I want to play with Braun and I want to play for the Lakers. I'm going to take less money, whatever it takes, to play for the Lakers. But I also don't know how many teams are going to be lining up trying to sign Kyrie. That's and, the other and, thing, yeah. But here's the thing. I could be wrong on that. No, there could not. be a, There could be a franchise that thinks we're not going to give him a four-year deal. Yeah. We'll give him a one-year deal. We'll give him that $35 million for one year. There will be people that are interested in him, but this it's not like... A, a typical star player who's hitting the market. Who's yeah, Giannis still very, is not available. No, no, it's it's not that. It's if everybody would want Giannis or Luca or Jokic, it's going to be a very specific team in a very specific spot with a very specific contract that would be interested in bringing Kyrie in. It's not zero teams, but it's not thirty teams either. It's a it's a different dynamic for sure. Let's go to Long Beach again, Caesar in Long Beach. You're on with Travis Lee. What's up? 
Hello, everybody. Good show. Love your show. Uh, I listen to it every day. Thanks, Caesar. I, uh, yeah, my opinion, you know, I was thinking about it, and I think that, uh, you know, as you can see, the players have a lot of power when it comes to trades, you know, especially on the deadlines. Um, I think if the Lakers had a chance, you know, if they were smart, I would say, in my opinion, I would say they can wait to the end of the season, you know, depends who signs them or whatever, but uh, if he's going to go, if he already thinks he wants to go to L.A., wait for him so they don't lose the two picks because, you know, if, if he goes there only for the season, it's a high risk, high reward. You know, I think it'll be worth it. The Lakers, you know, uh, sad to say, but they can go far this season, but I don't think they're going to win the championship with the team they have. They're inconsistent. You know, they don't have a closer. They're bad at free throws. There's a lot of negative parts about it. So I think that the smartest thing to do, if they already know they're going to get them, wait to the end of the season, and they save their two picks, and then, you know, it'll be a win-win. But, you know, who knows how it's going to go down. But I think uh, uh, there's a possibility that, you know, he wants to go to L.A., so I think we should wait to the uh, – Another season. Thanks, Caesar. Uh, Caesar, appreciate you calling in. So, Trav, I I will tell you just the way I feel the Lakers would operate in a situation like this. I, I don't. If it took them the picks to get him now, I think they would do it. I think that tick, tick, tick. The clock is ticking, and what I'm talking about there, it's not. I'm not talking about the franchise. I'm talking about LeBron, right? Like you're gonna. I don't see them, if they could, if there's an agreement with Kyrie Irving behind the scenes where it's like, listen, either way, if another team trades for me, I'm going to come sign with you guys. And let's say Brooklyn just doesn't want to make a deal with the Lakers. Okay, that's fine. That's a different story. But if the option is, we got to use some draft capital, but we're going to get him now, I think they would do that. I really do. I think they would say, let's get him now. Let's go on whatever run. Who knows what other teams are going to do in the offseason? Who knows what's going to happen in the Western Conference, which kind of strangely seems still open. Um, I don't think they would wait till that. If they feel like they can get him now, I think they would try to do it. And that's that's not up to them. That's going to be up to Brooklyn and what the Lakers give up in compensation. Laker fans are fired up. We're going to hear from more of them. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.